This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Greetings, this is Harry. I represent the Reformed Church of Hastings, being one of the Reformed Churches of New Zealand. Our place of worship is 1234 Howard Street, Park Vale. You're most welcome to join us in worship every Sunday at 10am and also at 4.30pm. Do join us. commandment the Lord God spoke these words saying you shall not have no other gods before me you shall not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the water under the earth you shall not worship them or serve them for I am the Lord your God Psalm 46, there we read, The Lord God Almighty is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted on the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Greetings again in the name of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. How would you like to make up your own God? Maybe even more than one. But as you think about this, you might like the idea So what would your God be like? I suppose there could be quite a variety of answers to that question. You may want a God who gives you everything you ask for, or a God who has great powers and will obey you, or a God who entertains. However, 
ultimately, whatever God you decide to manufacture, no matter what he or she was like, your God would not and could not exist. You are creating this God in your mind. You cannot physically create him. One might then ask, who is the God or God you created? Well, the mind boggles. Now, by definition, God has to be bigger than us. He needs to be beyond our ability to create even in our minds. We are created things. We are created beings, finite and limited in many ways. So whatever we do create, whether it's in our minds or not, we also are limited. We can't create a God who is, for instance, all-knowing. Our knowledge is limited. In truth, you know, there is only one God, the God, the Lord God Almighty, the God of the Bible, as we read in the book of Isaiah in the Old Testament. There God declares, I am the Lord, and there is no other. Apart from me there is no God. It is I who made the earth and created man upon it. I stretched out the heavens with my hands, and I ordained all the starry host. And yet, you know, there is uh, in Kyoto, Japan, a most unusual religious shrine. It is called the Temple of the Thousand Buddhas. Inside the temple there are more than 1,000 statues, each just a little different from the others. Worshippers are invited to come in and, and supposedly look at the statues and examine them to find out which one looks the most like themselves. And when they do find one most suitable, then this will be the image of the statue that they worship. It will be their personal God. So their God is a statue which looks a little like themselves. How tragic to think that this is where people then turn for comfort, for guidance, for reassurance, for help, strength, and so on. Well, what can a statue do? It cannot speak. It cannot see. It cannot hear, let alone do anything. As a statue, it is fashioned or molded by someone. Who? Who is its creator? Well, not a god, but just a man, not much different from you and I. Perhaps a blacksmith or a carpenter, a craftsman who has been taught his trade by other men. When he uses to make the statue, has no special godly properties. It may be made of wood, iron, copper, gold or silver. His tools are those made by man, such as as hammers, chisels, drills, etc. Jeremiah 10 in the Old Testament. We read there, Hear what the Lord says to you. This is what the Lord says. Do not learn the ways of the nations or be terrified by signs in the heavens, though the nations are terrified by them. For the practices of the peoples are worthless. They cut a tree out of the forest and a craftsman shapes it with his chisel. They adorn it with silver and gold. They fasten it with hammer and nails so it will not totter. Like a scarecrow in a cucumber field, their idols cannot speak. 
They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not fear them. They can do no harm, nor can they do any good. Now, there is also another way people create their own gods. They look at themselves and how they are made, how they think, reason and understand, and how they are able to do many things. They look at what has been achieved and boast about what they can still achieve. Their conclusion is that, well, we have a God within us. Now, I'm sure that you've heard of the term New Age. I'm sure most of us have. Many, many years ago, one of the prophets of this New Age was movie actress Shirley MacLaine. She was speaking to a group of New Agers at a seminar where she is reported to have said, and I quote, As Jesus and Buddha have said, Be still and know that you, that is you yourself, are God. Be still and know that you are God. Well, my immediate reaction when I read this was a combination of some anger and some confusion. Why does she feel the need to quote from other religions to support New Age beliefs? Perhaps it is a way of giving New Age some authenticity, some foundation that people from other religious backgrounds can relate to. It's something a bit like name-dropping. In this particular example, she is blending half-truths from the Bible and coming up with a lie. Now, I don't know if Buddha was ever known to have said those words, as she claims. However, to place Buddha on equal footing with Jesus Christ is already blasphemy against the Lord. Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. Yes, he is a man, and he walked on the earth over 2,000 years ago. But he is also fully God. Now, if he was only just a man, or a man of great wisdom and teaching, how could his death on that cross have any meaning for all mankind? But, listeners, his death and then his resurrection is the single most important event in the history of all mankind. Through his sacrifice, though for those who believe, we have eternal life. In Isaiah chapter 53, we read there, He, that is the Lord Jesus, He was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon Him, and by His wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray, each of us has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him, that is Jesus, the iniquity of us all. His suffering and death was the price required to pay for our rebellion, for our sins. Your death or mine certainly would not cover that price. He was without sin. He was perfect. He was fully man and thereby represented all mankind. He was fully God and thereby able to cope with the punishment of all our sins. Through him, through Jesus Christ, we have forgiveness and reconciliation with God. Through Jesus Christ alone is salvation and eternal life. 
No other God can give you all this. No other person can give you all this. And you know what? Wait for it. It is freely given. You cannot buy it. You cannot contribute millions of dollars to charity and earn it that way. You cannot earn salvation. You can do nothing to receive it. It is given by the Lord. The Lord God Almighty gives it to you. As we read in Ephesians chapter 2 in the New Testament. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God. Not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship. So let's look again at what the movie actress is reported to have said when she quoted Jesus, Be still and know that you are God. Does it have a familiar ring of some for some of you listening? Well, it should have. Perhaps I should point out and mention that Jesus did not actually speak these words. It was God the Father. 
Unfortunately, it is a gross misrepresentation of what is written in the Bible. Well, just before you look at the Bible and see where this quote came from, let's see what she's actually saying. Be still and know that you are God. Are you God? Do any of you listening today believe that you are God? Did you make the heavens and the earth? Do you rule the nations? Do you know all things? Are you all-powerful? Are you holy and righteous? Well, the list could go on. Making the answer obvious, no, we are not God or gods. We bear the image of the one true living God because he created us. He made us. He does not bear our image. We did not create him. In Isaiah chapter 55, there the Lord declares, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. You know, of course, people certainly like to play at being God, being in charge, being in control and all-powerful. You only have to listen to the news about current world events. But in whose hands are we ultimately? Who controls all things? Who is sovereign? Well, it is the Lord God Almighty. He reigns and we need to humble ourselves and kneel before him and acknowledge him as the one true living God. We are not God. And this brings us back to this gross misquotation from the scriptures. Be still and know that you are God. We find this in Psalm 46 verse 10 which correctly reads, Be still and know that I am God. Would you like to read a bit more of it? Well, why not look it up in your Bible? The book of Psalms is about the middle of your Bible. The whole of the verse 10 reads thus. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. In Isaiah chapter 44, there the Lord God declares, I am the first and I am the last. Apart from me, there is no God. In chapter 40 in Isaiah, we read this. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. And then in Revelation, in the last book of the Bible, in the last few verses, there the Lord declares, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Well, the more you look around you and investigate other philosophies, beliefs or religions, you will find that, put very simply, their foundations are always man-centered rather than God. They begin with man and end with man. Basically, it becomes or is self-worship. It is the old lie that Satan used on Eve, which you can read about in Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 onwards. The lie where Eve is seduced into thinking and believing that she can be like God. Well, don't fall for it. To guard yourself against this kind of thinking, look at what the Bible says about God's identity.
Let's face it, choosing your own God is futile. In 1 John, which was written for you and I, and there we read, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus as the Son of God is not from God. No one who denies the Son, that is Jesus Christ, has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. No one can say, Jesus is Lord except through the Holy Spirit, that is the Spirit of the one true living God. So then, who is your God? Who will you serve and worship? Who or what will you acknowledge as your Saviour, your Redeemer, your Creator? Well, let us take a moment in prayer. Great are you, O Lord our God, you are to be exalted over all the nations. We praise your great and awesome name. You alone, O God, are holy. We bow before you, aware of our unworthiness. In your great mercy and compassion, you see fit to bestow us with your love, your grace, your faithfulness. Many, Lord, do not know you and thereby fail to acknowledge you as the one true living God. May your Holy Spirit reveal your truth to them. Forgive our worship of idols, of gods that we have fashioned, gods we give all our time and energy to. For none can compare with you. There is no other God. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. And let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord our God in the name of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen and Amen. I'd like to thank you for tuning in. The Lord willing, we will be back in two weeks at this time here on Radio Hawke's Bay, 104.7 FM and 1431 AM. And also this message will be repeated next Sunday at 1 PM. If you wish to comment, our number is 87 6062. Now in Isaiah 46, we read there, The Lord God declares, I am he, I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. With whom will you compare me or count me equal? To whom will you liken me that we may be compared? Some pour out gold from their bags and weigh out silver on their scales. They hire a goldsmith to make it into a god, and they bow down and worship it. They lift it to their shoulders and carry it. They set it up in its place, and there it stands. From that spot it cannot move. Even though someone cries out to it, it cannot answer. It cannot save them from their troubles. Remember this. Keep it in mind. Take it to heart, you rebels. Remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say, my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. From the east I summon a bird of prey. 
from a far off land, a man to fulfill my purpose. What I have said, that I will bring about. What I have planned, that I will do. Listen to me, you stubborn hearted, you who are now far from my righteousness. I am bringing my righteousness near and it is not far away. And my salvation will not be delayed. Well, what can we say about that? Praise God from whom all blessings flow. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.